The DWA podcast is recorded live to SD card at the old Wrigley building in Santa Cruz, California. Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> Yo, do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO Mellow Grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. All the smells of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO, you only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I threw it up. <laughs> OffTheRecord.com. Fight those tickets. If you don't win, you don't pay. All you have to do is download the app, snap a photo of your ticket, answer a few questions, get matched to an experienced lawyer, and you won't pay for the ticket. Enter code AWESOME to get a nice discount. Welcome to Drive Well Awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Lane. I'm Art. I'm Brian. There's no robot here today, folks. Sorry to disappoint you robots left the building it's just the four of us um all right sunday edition how the hell are you how's things you guys are looking good That's hanging important. in there how are you doing warren doing real well thank yeah. you so much so i do want to ask i mean you always say we're looking good can you elaborate like any specific thing like do you like or maybe i think the hair is looking nice the skin tone makeup. Uh, makeup makeup well, i'd like to specifically point out that um brian has a haircut and oh, we're all no. pretty happy about it that's true. Um, yeah. oh i can't tell dude because he has that black background. I know it is harder to tell, but I know I know what his hair usually looks like, and I can tell it's yeah. yeah it's he looks really like nice. um, like Shaggy, right from Scooby Doo. He does usually have a Shaggy vibe, yeah. yeah. But now he's uh, looking feels a little pretty, more spelt. Feels so pretty good. Congratulations, yeah. congratulations on that. Yeah, um, long really time proud coming. of you. And uh, you know, other than that, it's like, are you alive? Do you have some some color to it's you? A low bar, you then. Know? Yeah. And, Got it. Yeah. And mainly yeah. it's just I'm happy to see people in general. I don't, you know, I don't see a lot of people now yeah. in these strange times. But anyways, um, Sunday, how do we want to do this? We've got a couple updates. Brian's got probably a lot to say. Do you want to do that first, Brian? Talk Volvo? Give us sure. a Volvo lowdown? And I'll just say that whenever you preface it like that, it probably has a lot yeah. to say. I mean, I, I feel like that's jinxing it. <laughs> Like I could, oh. well, it, I could, doesn't, it doesn't mean you have to have I, a lot. I, of no, no, no. I don't. I could go I don't through it pretty quickly. Actually, feel like you need to. I'd say, yeah. if anything, I feel like you you have the firepower to talk for a while. Yeah. And if you don't, that's okay. But you yeah. might as well uh, download now. Yeah. A lot of yeah. ammo. You're saying ammo. Yeah. I, yeah. It's something we do need to get to, and might as well get it kind of. Yeah. yeah. Get it. That's yeah. all. No yeah. one's heard anything since the car was towed. You and never I saw haven't it. seen, and I haven't seen it yet. That's basically where yeah, we're at yeah. in the story. Yeah, so, yeah. So seventy-one um, Volvo two forty-two, one forty-two. So, yeah, seventy-one one forty-two. Um, yeah. So I saw it. It got towed to Kevin at Auto Works, and um, I went up on Friday uh, to take a look. Naveed, uh, I met there. He uh, was taking photos. I was originally. I, I wanted to keep the whole thing a secret from you guys for a little while. So I was going to like get in the V to like take some covert pictures, like document it all and then kind of like reveal it at one point. And I totally blew that. It was like, you know, I revealed it two podcasts ago. <laughs> so it was like not a secret at all. And, you know, instead of meeting at the place, I was going to like try to get it in pictures in the junkyard and all of that. Uh, but it was too much of a pain to try to do all that. So it wasn't until way later, but 
Um, anyways, I wanted to get some before photos. Uh, I, I knocked off work, uh, so I could go check it out. Um, and, uh, see my car for the first time. Um, good and bad. I actually left with a pretty positive impression. Um, it was, it, it's actually, let's say 85% of it is more solid than I was expecting. It is original paint. It's kind of crazy. And the build quality of like these old Swedish cars is pretty cool. There are some like really cool design elements. Um, and like the way the sills are built, even when you're jacking it up, like there's a giant there, you know, there's like a big long subframe that kind of runs underneath, uh, where it protrudes. It almost looks like a frame rail. It's built in, but then, and then there's like these, uh, uh, giant little, uh, uh, giant little kind of giant little they're like big jacking pads that stick out and everything you know it's all it's sitting high everything's like super accessible tiny motor and a big engine bay um and uh you know the paint quality underneath all the grime actually looks pretty decent on most of the car um the pop-out windows in the back have a really awesome lever and so i'm used to the e31 where it's kind of a plasticky thing that you pop out this one it's like you push down but it's all metal and all slides really nice and i don't know just like some details that are cool uh and so looking through it you know like i was originally worried it looked like an engine fire basically in the pictures but i you know seeing it in person it's totally not it's just you know oil basically right behind and grime um, and that all should clean off and, uh, you know, it's, it's basic, basically all there. Um, but dude, it totally mangled in the back. <laughs> it's a yeah. total bummer. It's a total yeah. bummer. Uh, anything you can do about that? Like PDR maybe. wise, can they pull uh, like, kind of oh, get it to about 80%? I don't know. Dude. I don't know. I mean, Lane called it right away. He's like, it looks like it's kind of crinkled on the back. So, you know, we're not looking at pictures right now, but the back left corner is all mangled. And it, I don't even know how you get in a wreck in a way to like, you know, it seems like you hit something and it's like one hit and you're done. This is like crinkled in a lot of different ways. So it must have been that it got crinkled and then they tried to pop it back out. It's hard to picture how it would have been dented like this if they didn't try to do anything, but on the other yeah, hand, like there's hit. not a lot of evidence on the inside. I mean, it's just one thin wall. You can see exactly the other side of it on the trunk on the inside. And it doesn't, there's not a lot of evidence of trying to repair. Anyways, it's like very tightly crinkled. I don't know what you were going to say. Yeah, it feels like it got hit on the side and then they, they, and it basically pulled the back end with it when it got hit. Right. And then, and then they, they tried to pull it out and, and basically just got to, you know, and that's why it has all the the crinkling essentially, yeah. like where if it just got hit, it would have one solid, right, know, big exactly, big right. divot in it, and it would pull in the back like it did. But then they, it looks like they, you know, shittily just you know just kind of like pulled it out Popped because it, out. it was rubbing the wheels or something. I don't know, yeah. but you know, and just kind of yeah, hit yeah. it out a little bit. It uh, looks like it could the do some more lid. hitting out though. Like yeah, like, I'm yeah, looking at it right now, out. and there's like there's like defined dents that were not pushed out that you could probably push and, out, but it's all so wrinkly back there. It's not really so I will I will say so. Uh, I saw it in person with my own eyes. I was there. We had it outside. We rolled it inside. So Navid took some pictures outside. We rolled it inside to take some more pictures. I do feel like when I initially, I was there for a couple hours and, and basically I was like poking around with the car before Navid got there. 
Yeah, but I didn't want to really touch or move anything because I wanted it to be like true photos. Uh, and then we were taking photos for a while. And then I had just a little bit of time right after, like I was jacking up the car and removing wheels and stuff. But um, so I, I was there. I was was around the car for a few hours. And really, it felt like it wasn't that bad, actually. Like, you know, I'm looking at it and it's like, yeah, that's dented. It's just one corner. Like, you might be able to do something with that. You know, I don't like picturing yeah. Bondo, but yes, yeah, <laughs> some sort of hammering out. Maybe you put a big meatball over that part, right? <laughs> and you like do Dude, a sticker hard? to I conceal mean, a, it. But I'll say it's such I, a square. Well, I was just going to say it's such a square car that you could almost get away with like cutting out that corner and just building like a metal box and welding it and then kind of well, let like, me yeah so here's let me like i'll get to that to but it's patina I, almost just quickly the picture so the very last photo in that photo set i feel like it does make it look worse than it do, than it looks in reality like it's like harsh okay. lighting you see all the edges and everything when it's just kind of out in the open and daylight like i i think I don't, I don't know. It, 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 it feels a little more harsh in the photos, but it is absolutely like a total bummer. And it's a major, yeah. it's a major piece of body damage. Um, but yeah, so wham, so, you know, I think, uh, Lane, you, you called it early and it's like, it moved the rear in. Uh, and so it's like, you can see how the, the, the back panel, I don't know what that, that panel is called it's just a rear panel in between the tail lights basically balance, yeah, you can yeah. see yeah, how that's balance. like bubble the balance is the lower part i always thought not, but anyways the, the tail the, the yeah. rear the tail you can see where it's like kind of bubbling out so yeah this damage had effect in other places and the hood the the trunk lid is popped up a bit too it's kind of creased not to mention it's messed up on the other side too all of this we're talking about the left rear uh, the right rear also has plenty of damage. It would have been bad on its own if that was the only thing. Um, and basically, I, I think the the thought here is that it was a really old person driving, and they kept banging into stuff. Uh, uh, so these these things kind of like add up. These types, you know, in the rear, just kind of like backing into stuff or whatever. So when it comes to replacing, like you're saying, Wham, like if you, you got to replace the trunk lid. And then the, oh. the side, the left side corner and the whole yeah, back yeah. panel too. And there's even, it was crunched enough where there's a seam down for the rear fender and there, it's like popped open a little hole so you can actually Oof. see daylight through it. Oh shit. Which that's is all, brutal, I mean, dude. that's like, I don't, you know, I don't think that's big. crazy bad as it is, but it's just an indication that, you know, you're kind of, you're not getting away with anything easy here. It's more than just one panel. You know, I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Okay, so, so that's that's body work stuff. I mean, it's also got, I'm sure, a bunch of other little body issues, but that's the big kind of. Uh, yeah, and the bummer about that is that that's kind of like the big thing, right? Like, sure, it's because well, uh, you wouldn't usually buy a car like you'd rather buy a car with that needs a differential, let's stuff. say, rather than yeah, 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 than than a fucking blown out corner or something. Yeah. You're like, fuck. So, um, it doesn't run because the carbs are off and you don't have the keys and it is an automatic car that was converted. Yeah. According to the photo. There's, yeah, it's, there's an automatic badge on the back. No evidence. Well, no, there's also, there's also, uh, the gear indicator. Wasn't that above the steering column? Oh, interesting. I didn't even notice that. That would make sense. Uh, Yeah. So I think it was an automatic car that's been converted, but I mean, it had to be. I don't know. And then, yeah. And then it has a red block. Is that standard for that car? I don't know. 
Well, it looks okay. like it's been painted, painted red. Right? Like, yeah, it's like there's it's evidence. Painted red. Okay. Yeah. I don't think. I mean, uh, there's no. Yeah, I'm not up to speed with all the terminology, but from what I understand in the Volvo world, when they say red block, they're talking about the later motors that came out with the 240s, which is right, a whole right. different but animal. Know, but, okay, I didn't know if that was one. I don't in think there. so because it, it it's didn't a look like significant it. amount of work to put one of those in. So and and yeah, the, yeah this and is I a mean, this is a B20. There's no question. This is this is a yeah, yeah. pushrod motor. Um, yeah, yeah. It's just so painted the, red, and I don't know if that's common of, for those or not. Like all the the whole like cowling like stuff is missing uh, in the pictures. It's just all like like the you know the ignition like cylinder is just kind of hanging in midair via wires. Like did you did you find that cover anywhere in the car? Yeah. So Joe, that was all there. Joe had to remove that because it there were you know we I found that there was no key. There was a steering lock on it, so he had to oh. remove all that to pop the steering lock to allow him gotcha. to get it onto the flatbed. Gotcha. Mm. Yeah, I'm looking um, at the picture right now. Yeah, the uh, the it says yeah the automatic parking indicate like parking reverse neutral and shit. That there's a little oh that's on, in there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's a funny detail by the way on the gauge on the uh, speedometer. There's a sliding arrow that <laughs> you just grab and you slide. And I guess that's for putting in your own speed limit or something. Oh, right. Like mm -hmm. where the speed limit is, where you're traveling. Yeah. Super weird that you can keep it there. <laughs> anybody would think to that's add funny. that to a car. So yeah, like anyways, governor kind of <laughs> so, you know, I was picturing, I was picturing the, the main part of this project, which is into my, you know, I'm, it's not my comfort. It's outside of my comfort zone is non-running motor, it's old. You have to get that going. That was going to be the project. Uh, but that's not the case. Really, it is the, all this body work. And it's like, I mean, honestly, it's not It's not worth it. It's like it's like a $0 <laughs> value car. But it yeah. doesn't make sense for anybody to build this car up, is the sad right. truth. You would start with a better one, period. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, exactly. Exactly. It's yeah. like bo the body yeah. is everything um, you know, uh, to, some ex to some extent. Uh, if you're talking about cutting, well, for you. cutting a corner out of the car and rewelding it, that, that would, I mean, at, at, you know, they, they, they are yeah. out there for, you know, you're going to spend mucho do dollars on that. Right. I mean, that's, yeah, a, that's, that's a someone, thing. if you were a body shop guy, if your dad yeah. ran a body shop, right. That yeah, was someone with well skills, versed in this and skills, you had sure. a bunch of resources. Sure. But it's like the opposite. So, 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 uh, this detail isn't totally fleshed out yet, but <clears throat> I called him. I called the guy on Monday. I was like, I felt awkward making the call. This is similar to me going back and fighting the guy, the ZR none. <laughs> <laughs> this stuff is in my memory, you know, like I've, I've been here before, but basically, um, I, when I, when I talked to him, I said, it was two main questions. It was, um, you know, are there, is there any notable body damage that I can't see in the photos? Uh, and he said, he said, no, uh, you know, he said, you know, he answered me like, you know, he took the question. He didn't deflect and say, Hey, you should probably just come check it out yourself. I don't want to be responsible for this. Uh, uh, he said, no, there wasn't any notable damage. Uh, and then, you know, is there any rust? And he said, no. And it's true to the, uh, uh the quick look, there's no rust either. Although I did find some there too. Um, uh, so I just called him on Monday, uh, Monday morning. And I was like, Hey, you know, I got the car. I saw it for the first time on Friday and I'm 
disappointed. <laughs> I, I, you know, I asked if you, if there was any notable body damage and there's like terrible body damage in the back left corner. Yeah, major like damage, dude. Yeah, it's major damage. Uh, and Lane, I, you're, I can't hear you very well, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah. You're yeah. really muted. You're really silent. Okay. Um, uh, okay. So, so, so I call, call I, a junkyard guy and you talk to him. <laughs> I call him and, and he and dude, he was pretty receptive to talking about it. He was like, huh. he's like, oh man, uh, shoot, well send me photos. Maybe I missed it. Um, I didn't, you know, I I'm I, I wasn't trying to sell anything, you know, misrepresenting it or whatever. Um, it's unbelievable to me that he would have missed it. Uh, especially Can you guys hear he, me now, by the way? Yeah. 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 Especially because he moved I mean, the dude, car. That would be, if that happened to you, like, if that, if your car was perfect, that happened to you, that would salvage that car. Like, that, that's how bad that damage is. You right. Know? For sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. not, like, minor. And it's yeah, it's very easy to see it, right? Yes. I mean, if you walk yeah. around the car, or you don't even have to walk 360 degrees around it. If you look down <laughs> from, from the side, yeah. you can see it. Uh, but anyways... Uh, he, you know, I don't know. We're we're talking about it. I don't know where it's gonna go, but he does. He does sound like he wants to make it right, and you know, maybe he wasn't paying close enough attention to it or something, and wants to make it right. Uh, in some way, I don't know what that is. Hmm. Uh, and 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 um, you know, discussions are gonna continue, but it's interesting to even think about like <laughs> at what price I, you know, it's valuable to me because. You know, I feel like I significantly overpaid for what I got, uh, and that's that's you know the the main thing that uh, the main reason is disappointing. Um, but also, it's like even if I got it for cheaper, that's it's not it's not really the project I want to start. And right. I absolutely take responsibility. And I said this on the call too. It's like I understand, you know, this is sight unseen and this is on me, absolutely. But I just thought I don't know what to come of it. I just felt like I should reach out and chat with you about it and see where it goes. And I don't know. So this is a, uh, I feel like this is a funny little weird situation that only I would get myself into somehow. But, um, uh, that's, that's where it's at. Uh, I'm, I, I don't know exactly what I'm hoping for. Um, he has other old Volvos there too, by the way. That's (laughs) what I was going to mention. Like, I mean, is is I don't want to say anything more because this is all in development, but, um, uh, you know, I, who knows? Uh, and unfortunately it's kind of far. And so I'd really, I'd like to go take a look, but, uh, he, he apparently runs a pretty busy shop. So, uh, it's, you know, a little spotty going back and forth and, and I, where is it? Uh, it's like North Bay. So like Alex Stadel territory. Yeah. 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 Santa Rosa. Yeah. 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 Um, and the only reason I'm being cagey is because I just, <laughs> I'm working with this guy on this stuff going on. He's got several Volvos. I, you know, I don't know. Uh, I, I just don't want to jinx anything by like talking too much about it, but, um, yeah, but that, the, you know, it's a pretty long haul to go up there. And so, and yeah, who, who knows what, but, uh, if he's got a good car and I can somehow salvage something out of it, I mean, and then at the end of the day, whatever it's it, it it really is on me i i made that call and it was a risk i was rolling the dice and that's how they turned out uh overall like i said before when i came away from it on friday like for the most part it's it's kind of in good shape and it's kind of a rad <laughs> color and 
you know, I, I, we just, after the photos were taken, we cleaned off a few areas and it's like, dude, it's just like, uh, lichen that's growing on the, on the whole right side. And it cleans out, uh, you know, it, it polishes away super quick. And, uh, if it's all one uniform color, like, uh, I, I, I think there's kind of potential. So I, you know, it could be, I do mess with it and it's just kind of a ratty car. And, there are actually other implications there because um, there's a whole a whole nother conversation to be had about like what direction to go with it, and which is like pretty flexible still in my mind at the moment. Um, if it's got a beat up rear end, I'm way more uh, receptive to like doing swap stuff, which might even be the right call no matter what. Um, but isn't that putting money into something you're yeah. not stoked stoked on? Like what it, do you it's mean? basically like I just well, it's I mean, like, if, it's like dude, doing I just, a build. I just bought it. I it's don't like know. Putting money. No, I know, but I'm saying you had a good point where you're like, this isn't the one I want to start with. And then you're saying you would spend a considerable amount of time and effort and money to swap it. That seems like kind of the same for same. Well, I mean, you know, I, like I don't a, know. What do you, what do you do? Wham? like, what, like I, I, I could I mean, either I think, just cut my losses and just try to, yeah, I think, off it, or, I think assuming, I think assuming that nothing major happens, significant happens with the place that sold it to you, um, getting it, with the carbs on and moving and running, it's a, I don't know, it's probably a $2,000 car, 2,500 bucks, something okay, like that it as up. it sits. Yeah. It's a manual trans. Like you said, it's all the reasons that you bought it, but it's not what you want to start with. I think you'd still be okay. As long as you can, you know, get keys for it and uh, the carburetors work and you're not having to do a head gasket or, who but knows? I guess then you're looking at how far are you willing to go with that and how much is he going right. to spend? And if he, what if that ends in disappointment and he right. puts money into it and it doesn't, sure. he doesn't get it running and then he's deeper in the hole, right? Like, yeah. You so, could try selling it now, like basically make an ad and, and see how much interest there is. If it's like, fuck, yeah. nothing's happening. I think a key at the then, bare minimum, right? Like just get a key going and then, um, and put the console stuff back on, just clean it up. Just cause I think cleaning a car makes a big difference, right? Like it'll, it'll yeah, look you presentable, especially in this like case. Not full, of, yeah. not full of trash and stuff and get rid of that nasty, like seat cover, like that yeah. like, steering wheel that, cover. That's like, worth, that's worth though, like almost a thousand bucks right there. Yeah. Just cleaning it up and making it look super presentable. Yep. And then it's way more desirable as a, yeah. a Volvo enthusiast out there that's looking for a project or a body shop guy. That's like killer. I can fix that. And two days and right. be, be good. So, um, yeah, I think it's important though, that you recognize like how much time and effort you want to put into it and then have that as your cap. Like I'm not going past well, 500 bucks. Th- I mean, there's something to be, I mean, you may be discounting the amount of work that the B20 would need to get going. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm saying that's, that's going to be like, you can there, there might be more, there might be more effort, in getting that going than there would be in some cheesy swap. Oh, I see what you're saying. Right, right. So I guess you would try the bare minimum. You'd throw the carburetors right. on and see if you can get yeah. it to even run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it yeah. could need a head gasket, have a cracked head. It could have, Yeah. I mean, yeah, who knows? It also might, it might, it might have a blown out, the clutch might be totally disintegrated right. and you might not be able to move forward or the tranny might be bad. Like there's so many things, right? Yeah. There's so yeah. many var- variables right. and questions about that. And then brakes, yeah. like how are the brakes? I mean... Yeah, so the brakes need a complete refresh. The yeah, e-brake works, Christ. which is convenient. But the <laughs> I, would, the I I think I would I would side with cutting my losses. But I, I would too. I would I think you could clean it up and make it a little more presentable. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Cut your losses put, after 
Put three hours detail. of sweat equity into it, you know, so cleaning it up the, and the leave fact, it at that. The fact that the brakes need redoing is exactly what I was expecting. That's not deterring me. The fact that the motor needs some work isn't really deterring me. That was kind of the idea. Um, uh, the tranny does shift and everything and it rolls just fine. Uh, um, but yeah, it's the, it, so if we narrow it down, it's like, is it with the body work? Like what's my cap on, you know, assuming that I'm not going to fix it because I think that's a pretty fair assumption. Like I could try to make the body work a little bit better, but I'm not, I don't, I don't think I'm really mm. considering chopping it and replacing it. Uh, so assuming no, that no, then, no. uh, you know, whatever the, whatever the limit is to investing time and money into it. Like I would have a, a think, real number there. Yeah. I think where Lane just said, you put in three hours of sweat equity, you clean it yeah. as much as you can and yeah. uh, get some really good photos of it. And that's your, your set. Like, <laughs> so honestly, when we were talking about that crunched corner, I tried to send the group the, in our you know, group text, the picture of that corner. And I sent it to my father-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> and he responded and he's like, ouch. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> the wrong uh, ass person. Another opinion. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Ask him, see, see what he would quote dude, to fix yeah, that. I, I, be nice. Yeah. I, oh I, yeah. I he, wait, is he, a, yeah. is he a body guy? Uh, he's definitely no, not a body guy. Not, um, not I personally all. believe us Americans and such as in the Iraqs that <laughs> yeah, you should really. clean it up. Try to get a key for it and then just sell it and just put it up there like that. I think cleaned up. I'm just well, like at I it. said, no, I, we can't, we can't make any, I would like to make sure that we're all on the same page that we can't make any judgments until I have this convert, complete this conversation with the guy. Yeah. Well, there's yeah, that. If I, can, assuming, if I can somehow, uh, yeah, we're, yeah, we're, we're, I'd, I'd like to think that something might be able to happen. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know, know what, but, but I'm reserving, but back, I'm, I'm reserving uh, too much judgment. Right. Yeah. You might be able to bring this back and you might have a better one that you can right. trade and exactly. And, and then you're doing like an even swap for a, exactly. for one that would have cost you more money or something. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and you might be in a good, good place. So yeah, yeah. that's, that's, that's what definitely the for. move. Um, I would, I would not take any money back. As you said, I think you're at, this is, uh, it's not a car that you want to fix up. So like, I don't know. It's kind of a weird thing. I guess in theory, you can get 500 bucks back and still clean it up and sell it. So that's, that's one thing, I suppose. But definitely. Um, but I mean, if it's in, if it's money back, I don't think that's enough of an incentive for me to want to keep it and build it up because I have money that I can now put in the car because as we've already discussed, like there's just too much to deal with. Um, I don't know. But yeah, it, interesting it is note. hard. I mean, it is hard because yeah. it's like you could definitely, I could definitely run a beater, but it's, it's, you know, to get it going, going through all the brake system, going through the suspension and going through the motor, like I was hoping, uh, it would feel a little weird to be just making it a beater, full, full beater. Uh, yeah, it's not, the but one it's, to dude, you in. guys should see it. It's pretty, I mean, it's like pretty appealing. <laughs> I've seen the it. other parts of it are yeah. pretty appealing. Like, uh, you know, just when you see the color in person and the rest of the body, it's like all the panel gaps are like really good. And it like, yeah, it looks pretty solid. Mm. Like, and like all this, yeah, I don't know. Uh, well, I think, I think we no. would all be, we'd all be down with it if it didn't have the body. I know. It's like I know. Cool, it, would I know. Have, it would have killer patina. It would be yeah. like, that's exactly, exactly what you desire. Right. I know. But, um, but that definitely is like the big differentiator. It's a there. beater. And like, yeah, it's it a makes beater, it into a beater. As it is. So, yeah, I don't know. There you go. That's uh, just one more piece of evidence. Uh, buy high, sell low. 
We're just working. How did I get? That. How did I get so far away from that that ideal, Wham? Uh, well, you're about to do it right now. You might end up there again. So let's just hold out for the story to unfold. <laughs> I mean, I I just so here's the hitch, right? Because obviously I preach that, right? But the dirtbag car guy in me is just like, hey, I don't have a lot of money. I just want to get something. <laughs> <laughs> I can get I know, something. But I think you got to get to the point where you're investing in your future. You're investing and yeah. in not having to do as much. Like, get the 142 for four grand that you can love and like enjoy right away. And, and can I just with. shout and out one more time that it's just a terrible time <laughs> not to have BRZO? I know it's tattered. All right. Well, also um, maybe like instead of limiting your shirt search to a thousand, maybe even oh yeah, 2, yeah exactly. Just like because you could probably get that two thousand dollar for fifteen hundred. Well, know? no, I mean try to find one. I, I they're not they're just not you don't I'm, see I'm them just, right. Yeah, but it's just yeah. in general car. You have a five hundred dollars search and a thousand dollars search. I mean, you, I I feel like you're taking crazy pills if you think that's my only searches that I have. Like, you no, should see my search not, list. The, I just, that's when I happen that's not to find a good it. Search. Yeah. I mean, you know where I'm yeah. right that I'm all over the place. Like the main one that I've been looking at is money is no object pre 75 is like, that was like the standard one that I was back when BRZO was working is what I was like regularly clicking on. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, this happened to be just like popping through regular SFA Craigslist, uh, you know, this, the old, old school way. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, it'd be cool if they popped up more often, but. I mean, I don't know. I, I'd love, there's something about me that loves the idea of, you know, finding it, cleaning it up. You, it is an original paint car that you have the patina and there's like the story of resurrecting something. Right. I do like that. I, sure. There's something appealing you about could that. Do that. Like it, you can and, still do that. No, no, I know. Yeah. With I mean, this car, if you wanted. Well, yeah. Yeah. Iron red. I mean, really. I you, could short, wait, you could do body work body in damage. five years. Short that body damage. This would be perfect. Yeah. yeah. I know. Well, I'm just exactly, saying you could build a, this thing up. exactly the thing. Yeah. Make um, it run. Make it fun to drive. And then in like four years from now, you do the body work. And it's like a big, that's a big project or whatever. But I just think you could find this particular model of car further along and better yeah, candidate yeah, for that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I know. And that's, I mean, that's what we're discussing, right? So it's like, if you, if you find it further along, that's, that's the buy high version. And, and, and yeah. wh why I yeah. strayed from that is like just this glimmer of like finding a diamond in the rough barn find sort of thing. Right. Which well, is, I'm just I've trying to learned... describe it out loud so that we can all discuss it and I label know. it as like, these are the things that will sway us from the path. But I, and I'm not even saying it's a bad thing. Like I, I, I think it is a, yeah, I, I, I think it's more fun when you can do it that way, but it's a risk and it's like, uh, things that are too good to be true often are right. And that's what I'm learning think, in a few different ways. I, uh, I mean, really your biggest mistake is just not looking at it beforehand. Cause that would have like yeah. told, that would have told you everything and like, right. it wouldn't have been a big yeah. deal at all. You know, it's right. like, and it could have been a diamond in the rough, but you would go there and be like, Oh, and so see it. What's up with this? Let me see it. And then you're like, oh, it doesn't have keys. Oh, that's sucks. And that's like, that's yeah. another, like that adds another, I don't know what the price is, but you could even, you could just say that adds $250 to my, like right. to right. the tab, right. Or whatever it is. And then you're like, oh, and it has this body damage. All of a sudden that makes that car not worth it. You would know that right away. But, um, yeah. 
I think, you know, especially yeah. with these old cars, it's like you can't trust you people see either. Like yeah. their their opinion of, you know, I bought that 914 uh, years ago and it was like supposedly a good car and everything and it was totally rotten. Um, and it like, you know, they painted it. It was like lipstick on a pig kind of thing. But, you know, the guy just autocrossed it the weekend before and he's like, yeah, it's in great condition and all this stuff. And uh, right. meanwhile, right. the seat was like hitting the ground when you drove it. Like it was <laughs> right. totally rotted out. So it's just, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's hard. You guys yeah, have see you seen it. those yeah. ads where it's like, it's li- literally they say mint in the ad and you're looking at the photos. You're like, what the fuck? Are we looking at the same car here? There's like full restoration. Yeah. Yeah. Re- full rust restoration. in the quarter panel no. or whatever. And, uh, yeah. Rockers. Nobody. Yeah. And I takes, I've taken so many pictures of cars where I'm like, you know, I'll post them. People are like, oh, I think it looks insanely clean. I'm like, and in reality, it was a piece of shit, right? Like mm. a picture does not show yeah. how good a car looks. Like you could take a, pic- a picture of a lot of cars and make them look like they're perfect condition, but they're yeah. not, you know? Well, so. I think also uh, for Brian, you were saying you don't know how you straight away got away from the buy high, sell low, but you're also super impulsive when it comes to car purchasing. You're like... Yeah, you'll get that bug, and it's like, go! I'm gonna email them immediately. I'm gonna give them a deposit. I'm gonna, and then it's like with this one, you basically had to do all sight unseen. So the minute you went and go, it was like, okay, it's yours, <laughs> you know. And yeah. Maybe there was no like buffer there or something to have a second. Opinion well, that's or, part. That's part of the thing too, right? It's like you feel that's you and though. I'm that's ta- all you. No, I'm talking about, but I'm talking about like yeah, like where this all comes around, and it's like, it's like, oh yeah, there's uh you know, you just don't, you don't see them in original shape. Like, you know, the next person that's going to come look at it is going to get it. <laughs> right. And it's I like, know, I know. Uh, you know, you don't find the diamond in the rough without being the first guy there. Right. Uh, yeah, otherwise the second guy is going to get the diamond, uh, or the, you know, you're the second yeah. guy. He's the first guy. Yeah. <laughs> the second mouse gets the cheese. I know Something about right. waking so up early. The, yeah. Um, got you this. give a milk a you give a mouse a cookie and fuck, okay, you know? okay. Nice. Um, all right. Cookie. So chapter two of the Volvo is complete. We'll get to chapter three on a later installment, but um, I'm um, sure the audience is so yelling can we right tell now. Another we story. Tell I'll tell a story. Sure. Um, oh, I said so, we. Do <laughs> uh, you sure. want to do a project update? Yeah, I do. Okay. Don't let me do you want to forget to talk about the Sprinter Wham. Ooh, okay. Sprinter. I just felt like it Sprinter kind wham. of was a perfect transition because we were talking about impulsivity. Impulsive oh, yeah. behavior. What is happening? Well, yeah, you're you're an impulsive guy. Um, if you want, you can talk about mine are pretty quick. So why don't I just get to these real fast? And then you buy an impulse. Circle back. That's true. Oh, that's that's true. a good idea. Yeah. There's no like... Um, I'm trying to think of a car name that's like good decision or, uh, uh, take your time. I can't, I got a couple. <laughs> yeah, mm. exactly. Thoughtful. The new Buick thoughtful coming in <laughs> 1968. Um, okay. So last time we were talking about, uh, wheel spacers on the E30 and it was making that clicking sound, um, did determine that it was the parking brake on the right side, right rear, um, took it all apart. And basically had to grind down two threads worth of the new Dang. wheel bolts from That's a from significant ECS. amount. Yeah. I know. I mean, it's, yeah, it is significant. And it's kind of a bummer because these are kind of the industry standard expensive set. And it's supposed to come with the correct parts. And clearly these were not correct. So 
Um, Were there anyhow. any differences in length between the sides or any of the bolts? Not that I could tell. I didn't take them all out though. Yeah. They were also in a box just thrown in like different packages, but I mean, yeah, kind of just all in together. And I, the ordering didn't indicate there'd be a difference. It was just mm-hmm. like, here's your bolts, here's your spacers. Yeah. So the good news is that fixed it. Um, and it's all good, but it did require, you know, grinding them down and taking them apart and kind of having to think about it for a while. So I haven't reached out to ECS, nor that I think I will, but, um, they'll send, for those you, of you, they'll send there, you new one. They'll send you replacements, but it's, it's definitely. I mean, it's annoying that you have yeah, to do that. Yeah, I mean, these work. They're they're fine. But now I can't interchange them. So I need to, like, be aware that if I take all the wheels off and I just throw the lugs in a It's funny that aisle. you would probably never end up in that situation anyways. You always keep them right next to the wheel when you pull them off. I would. But if I went to get tires or something, right. I think that could happen. They would just put them in a... Right. I don't know. They might mix the front and the rear on one side, you know? But they should have... <laughs> so, the, the, but the ones that like you ground the, down... The ones that you ground down should be longer, right? So it's like... The, yeah, but do you think they're going to look at them as they take them out of the car and then size them up when they go back in? No, I what mean, I'm saying is the ones that you ground down should now be the same length as all the other ones. No, they're all oh, the no, same I think length. They're all that this way. is the only side that had the parking brake. That's the difference. So I think I, I can put those the other bolts in that side and it'll scrape again. It does. The other, I'm sure they do. They're do all that, the same size. Yeah. So I'd have to go through the whole car and grind them all down for them to be the same. So what's confusing to me that is that only two of them were touching, but the other three, the other two on the hub don't. Like, wouldn't they be passing the exact same like path? They were all they were all touching. I think they were all touching. Oh, so you ground four of them down. Sorry, I thought you ground. I ground all four. Oh, I thought you. Oh did no, two. I ground them all four. All four of them. Oh, gotcha. I thought you just did two. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, so all four. So um, now this would make you kind of the eccentric, weird dude where you go into the tire place and you're like, you got your old car and you're like, hey, you guys, just save the ones on the back right wheel, the lug nuts. Just make sure they stay on. And then inevitably they're going to blow it. And then you're going to go mm. in and get mad at them. You're like, I told you. And they're like, who is this guy with his lug nuts different <laughs> on the freaking one wheel? Like, we're not ready for uh, your weird stuff. Get out of here. <laughs> I know it. I know it. it's a hundred percent like, yeah, don't touch that part. Um, yeah. yeah. So that's where I'm at right now. Unless I take them all out and then grind them all down, which no, nah, fuck that. I guess I could, but no, get replacements. They'll send you new ones. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so that's, what's up with that. And then, um, I ordered a replacement screen for my little onboard computer in my E30, just the glass, which leaks out, um, the liquid crystal. And, there's a great video on YouTube. I kind of looked at it before I ordered it just to know what I was getting into. And I have some pager repair experience as we discussed right. uh, previous right. episodes, but, um, took it all apart. Everything went smoothly, except, and I'm going to explain this, but it's kind of nerdy and definitely like in the weeds, but maybe someone listening is like, I know exactly what you're talking about and this is how you fix it. But there's the screen, the glass screen, and there's the board that has the little contacts to make the information go to the screen. You already lost all me. that's in between. Ah, shit. Well, all that's in between that is a small rubber. It almost looks like insulation. And inside of that little rubber strip, this black rubber strip, the size of a, you know, what hair, uh, is some way that it sends the information to the screen. So it's, it's a very weird thing. I kind of like, it's like a membrane. Kind of look, it's like a membrane, yeah. but it's, insane in the membrane too mm-hmm. which is weird but it's uh it looks like a rubber rubber little insulation essentially that's what transmits the information so i ordered the screen 
in the video, it says the screen will come with a new rubber strip. No rubber strip. And of course, this is from China. They sell them in the U.S., but they were like five bucks cheaper from China. And I guarantee you the guy in Philadelphia isn't making his own screen. So I just figured I was kind of bypassing that. Reach out to the seller. They don't have the rubber pad. They don't include it. I found a place in Germany that makes the exact same product. They include the lights. So two new lights for the whole panel and the rubber strip. And it's like 15 bucks more or something. Uh. So I just ordered it. It's going to come. But I mean, I don't even think it's worth dealing with China to return this thing. I'm going to, I'm going to see yeah. it was on eBay. But, How much was um, it? It was only 30 bucks. Oh, why don't you call them and say, Hey man, I checked and they said that this is included. I don't feel like this is, this was a very fair deal. Um, <laughs> I would. Do you have any other screens that maybe have the membrane and maybe we can work something out? Like, um, I'm going to try to see maybe if an you old can Volvo. get back to me. Yeah. <laughs> I need to, first of all, if anyone can translate into Chinese or, uh, I don't even know where they are exactly, but, uh, We'll see what we can do about that. Um, so anyways, that's coming. The problem is the screen works. It is so dim. It's like it's not getting the information across to the screen hmm. enough. And so I even tried to add like a little adhesive to it to stick it to the... It didn't work. So I took it apart a couple of times and no bueno. It's kind of frustrating yeah. to, to buy a new one, a six button OBD, whatever they're called, uh, computer. They're like 200 bucks. Hmm which just shows you where they're at. And it probably needs a new screen anyway, but so we'll see what happens. Um, I did install the left front brake intake, which I lost and it included a temp sender for the ambient air. So that'll work once I get oh. the screen to work. Mm. So I'm back to having the temperature, which is nice. Uh, that you can't see it. Once the screen. <laughs> you, you can't, can't see, see it. I can, just in time <laughs> I can for barely see it. It's like, yeah. If it's dark in the car and I'm like down right next to it, I can kind of see it. But yeah, like it sucks because how will you know when to turn the heat on? And thank you, Lane. Painful, right? It's just I'm, not right. I mean, it's I was talking right. to Wham the other day. He said he's just not even going to drive the E30 anymore. If he can't know the temp outside, no, no. why even bother? Yeah. yeah, I pull the wheels off. It's on jack stand, yeah. so oh, that's it. I did also fix a microwave um, and my plumbing, thanks to Garrett. Nice. Uh, shout out Garrett McIntosh um, Plumbing down in Riverside. Um, and I built a rock wall for my backyard. That's Dang. Uh, Andy, through all this stuff. Dude, microwave required three switches and a fuse, and it's fixed. Wow. So it's definitely super rewarding though. Right. Um, uh, the most I've well, done so far so good. The most I've done to fix a microwave is you, there's like a little, like tiny, like a super thin cardboard panel. It's not cardboard. It's made out of like ceramic or something that covers the hole where the, Oh yeah. The shit comes about. out. And like, I've cracked that accidentally while cleaning. <laughs> uh, it's like the Megatron or what is that thing called? You know what I'm talking about? Right. And, uh, the magnetron Capacitor or, and it's like yeah, back yeah. there. And so it, that's a splash guard basically. So it like, but it allows the, and it can't be metal. It can't be metal because it, be it allows right? the microwaves yeah. to go through. And so, um, I had, I bought like a sheet of that and I cut it and like, that was pretty cool. I cut it to size. Oh, nice. Yeah. But this was a, this is an interesting one and I, I won't get too far into it, but essentially it was blowing this fuse and it turned out that the door switches have resistance and, you know, one look at appliance repair.com, which is a great little, I think that's what it's called. They have like the most generic appliance repair videos. Like this is the switch remove mm-hmm. switch I love that. and replay, you know, if you can very, just speed very, it up. very, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyways, there's a, uh, bulletin about that and uh they sell the three switches on amazon so Mm -hmm. it was basically down for a week but um yeah that was was a good feeling although when i finished the repair i then looked a little deeper 
to make sure there was anything else I was forgetting to like do while I was in there. And uh, it said, do not work on microwaves. They're incredibly dangerous because they don't <laughs> really, even if you unplug it, it still has power in the capacitors. Mm. Something uh, about them like has a power storage in it. <laughs> so, it, but they said usually, usually it's gone in like 30 seconds uh, once you unplug it. But in some weird cases, you could get shocked even after it's unplugged, which I mm. was completely unaware of. So yeah. Uh, anyways, worked out all right. Didn't, didn't die. Oh, and also the plumbing repair I did was just for a leaky uh, bathroom bath faucet. And I take it apart and I'm about to pull out these these washer kind of grommets, which I think is the problem. And I talked to Garrett and I texted him a picture and he's like, well, never seen that before. I'm like, (laughs) 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 it's always it's always like the one brand. He's like, yeah, that's something super old. And uh, yeah, I never I've never seen those before. I'm like, come on. Um, And I went to a plumbing store directly. They had sold me parts for it before. And, uh, totally no help, had no parts. I'm like, holy shit. Cause I took it apart. And if I can't get it back together, I can't turn the water on. I go to ACE. This is just a little free advertisement for ACE. Like an entire wall of seals, grommets, springs for all these different things. I mean, they had exactly what I needed. So Dude, ACE is the place. Yeah. ACE is the so place. So good. Yeah. Indeed. I should have gone there first, but I was, I had my priorities backwards. Anyhow, that's my, those are my updates. Nice. Boom. Bam. Cool boom, bam. Updates, dude. Boom. Thanks, dude. Yeah, man. Those are awesome. Brian, Thanks. what's your Sprinter story? Oh, so we're replacing the Jeep. Oh, did I talk about the Jeep? How it's the body control module? Okay. No. Nope. So Jeep wipers just randomly turned on, won't oh, turn right, off. Yeah. So we, oh, yeah, you did I, talk about that. So I thought it was the the um, switch. combo switch, Turbo. and it, it wasn't. It's the body control ma- um module i did talk what about does that. that mean what is a body no what is a body so it's the, it's the brain does a bunch of stuff yeah yeah warren could say better than me but it's basically the brain yeah. that controls all of like the random shit around the car uh which and is there like, could be several of them you yeah. might have like three or four in a modern car or more. and how much are body body control man modules <laughs> so the man previous part the uh combo switch which is the stock and everything 800 bucks was the first quote i saw this yeah. one 400 bucks but you got to oh, throw nice. it in. You got to program it all. I'm out the door. Seven seventy five. Um, okay. Yeah. So that's actually better. The guy was super surprised that I was happy to hear that. I was already chalking mm-hmm. up fifteen hundred bucks for this repair in my head um, uh, after parts and labor. So uh, somehow it feels good. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, I was chatting with him, and he's like, he's like, yeah, it's like such a bummer. Uh, I used to like Jeep products and then, which I actually thought it was surprising to hear because the previous Jeep Grand Cherokee was, a uh, it had terrible reliability. Um, uh, but he's like, or the, or two prior or something. Um, but he's like, yeah, it's like so many weird issues. Like we had an alternator that just like burst into flames and like, he just listed off like two or three different things where it's like, you know, he was surprised I got to a hundred thousand miles without having any major issues major and shit yeah I, I was talking about how i was disappointed like we do a, a a a tranny fluid change and um it's a plastic cover on the bottom and you can't change the filter the filter is the whole plastic thing so you replace all of that and it just feels weird bolting up plastic stuff underneath a four by four anyways uh and but little things like that and you know just his general sentiment solidified the idea that it's like the thing feels like a ticking time bomb at this point, regardless of how our experience has been so far. And I just can't, you know, this is 
you know, I was already, I think I already mentioned that we were looking for a car because, you know, the suspension's starting to feel a little wishy-washy. We're at the time where it's like, we've got to do front end bushings and stuff like that. Not to mention like, you know, we're not too far away from needing tires. I think we'd probably be fine for the winter, but we could justify doing new tires. Um, and all of it, like I was looking at that $3,000 sum of like doing all, you know, what, whatever maintenance at, at this mileage. Um, and then, you know, to have this one just spring on us on top of that, uh, and then chatting with him, talking about his experience with all these other random stuff, you know, it all, that, that all solidifies my idea that I, I, we just need to find something else. Anyways, this is again, a reference, uh, you know, Warren and I are on a thread with our friends, Jared and Kevin, uh, at talking endlessly about, you know, basically whatever our, our, uh, you know, travel rigs and that sort of thing. Um, and one of the solutions might be a sprinter van for us, uh, which is its own whole category, you know, that's a whole topic to cover. Uh, but anyways, I'm looking or Jared sends over this link and it's a, it's a short, it's the 118, the short. Uh, okay. So it's the T1N, which was the first generation ended in 2006 it's a, Jared sends over a 2006 uh, short wheelbase, the 118 passenger low roof, which is kind of a desirable van because it's like the small, it's the smallest sprinter you can get. It's all windows. It's got all the seats normally when they come from the factory. Um, and uh, it's I think just the, kind of the a manageable is, size. It's a foot longer than a Prius. Is it, it really That's, that? That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And, it might be the Prius uh, V, but yeah. And even, even with this, the low roof. So if you add a high roof to that, then that's like, that's, that's the crown jewel, right? Like that's the one that a lot of people want. Although yeah, I posted one on camping. Well, awesome. Not long ago. Yeah. That they could reference. Anyways, all of these sprinters are cr insane values on, uh, for used models, like 200,000 miles. Uh, and they're still going for 15 grand, uh, that sort of thing. So Jared sends us one, uh, and it's, um, 15 grand, but it's got a hundred thousand miles. It looks super clean. It's got the, uh, uh, it, it's the 118 low roof passenger model. All of these things like add up to like, you know, you just never see them at 100,000 miles. Um, that's, that's very low. And they just dumped seven grand worth of work into it that they had receipts for apparently. Um, so anyways, I'll, I'll keep this one short, but, uh, I, you know, looking at it, it was like, dang, you never see them like this. Uh, it, the hitch was that it, uh, had already been built out into a camper and they didn't have the factory seats. Um, so it would have to like tear out some of the work they did and put those in to make it work for my family. Um, but that's relatively straightforward. Um, so anyways, I get all in a tizzy and I'm going back and forth. These things, they, if they pop up and they're good, are gone like immediately. So, you know, like you said, Wham, a little impulsive. It's like, I feel like if it is a good deal, you only know it by the fact that you missed it, right? Unless you're For like example, able to the, jump and make it happen. You jumped, you jumped really fast and it's probably a good thing if you're really looking at a car that you're like want to buy immediately. Cause you emailed those people about the car. How fast after you saw the ad, like, was that like the next button you pressed? It was just like, 
looked at the ad like email because yeah, they I mean, had a response to you yeah, I mean, it was, within minutes. Yeah, it was pretty quick. But I mean, we were looking at yeah. a lot of these things, right? And so it's like, you know, just like the Tundras that Jared's looking for, it's like if they're good, they're gone, right? Uh, yeah, good and, price. If they're a good price, they're gone. Right. Uh, so anyways, they have an Instagram for the Sprinter with all the build out. It looked like they did a lot of good work. But what worried me was there. there's all this, the East Coast pictures and like there's one mm. where it's parked in the snow. The snow's up to Ooh. wheel top of the wheels high and they're like hashtag street parking. And this is on the East Coast. <laughs> so I was like, dude, I don't know. You know, they're selling in California, but that was my main concern was rust. I I did finally get the lady on the phone and find out on the phone that uh, one thing they didn't mention in their ad is that they did. They bought the van and immediately did five thousand dollars worth of bodywork to fix rust. Hmm. And so the reason why it looked clean is because it was a partial repaint. Um, and so immediately I'm just like, okay, well, that, that's over. And yeah. I made it super clear. I was like, okay, so, you know, that makes sense. I've seen that a lot rust on these vans and everything. So, um, I, I don't imagine you did any, none of the underbody has been done. And I don't know if you've looked at the condition of the underbody, but I should expect that based on the fact that you had to put $5,000 into rust repair from the body, there should be a decent amount of rust underneath. And she's like, yes, it would be totally right to expect that <laughs> i haven't been yeah. under there myself but yeah that's we haven't done anything to mitigate that and so it's like oh yeah well that's Out. anyways i was like Out. i i had major plans to like swoop on something and uh yeah luckily it's like uh well you had gone even further than that before you got that information i think you were saying like uh let's talk about a deposit i'll come up I'll come up this weekend or nothing was going to be done without talking because I know the rust is a major issue on these things. And so I wanted to yeah. clarify, like I was going to spring the money for a Carfax to understand where the ownership history was. And, uh, like, yeah, East coast ownership history is basically like a deal killer. Regardless, there's just no way those yeah. things come out rust free. I, I, yeah. in, I have been willing to put a deposit on things. I wouldn't have done that in this case without, you know, getting more detail about that. Or I would have right, right. made an I'd... exit, an, an opportunity to exit upon visual so inspection. So this thing, this thing would replace the Jeep, and like Christina would drive it to like bring the your daughters to like ballet class and stuff like that. Um, yeah, or the or my huh. Beamer and go over the hill. No, like, pr- that would probably be my. Well, this is another conversation. The Beamer. I, with I, no I air said I was. I said I was going to keep this one short, but. Um, we're looking at a few different options. Huh. Yeah. Okay. 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 But uh, do you have a I heart mean, out? As, as I mentioned, like long ago, when we were talking about this originally, it's like you know uh, what a, what a, it could have been a year ago now. Like open to all ideas about um, the right car quiver. Uh, and yeah. And so here's the question: Would uh, would Christina, your wife, or you and the family be more comfortable in a Sprinter for probably quite a bit more money or a 4x4 Suburban? Which ones fit your needs best? Easier Um, to drive? That's uh, the the Sprinter would be way... I mean, you're comparing apples to oranges, really. I mean... I know, because I know. The reason I'm, why I'm pausing is because when I was sending Suburbans, that was like, 
kind of like a combo car solution where, you know, I was sending you $3,000 Suburbans, which is, it's not really comparable, but there's no, no question that uh, as far ones. as, far as uh, accessibility and everything, uh, like, I don't think we'd be getting a modern Suburban really, uh, as far as accessibility no, no, pretty and using what, 90s. Uh, like fitting our needs, like a van is a super practical thing that I think would fit our needs. Yeah. Just yeah. in general, yeah. that be that a Sienna all wheel drive, Oh uh, yeah. Or actually or, let's uh, ask, let's ask Art and Lane cause they're not part of that, that text thread, but all wheel drive Sienna is a very Brian car. Is it not? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that checks a lot of boxes. Yep. Minivan guy. I don't know. He's, I don't know, dude. Brian had I'll one be, minivan that was given to him a long time ago. I don't know. No, that's true. I, I don't know if he's he just always like talks minivan about him. guy. It's like, um, I don't know, dude. I think it's a good move. I think he would enjoy it though. Um, what is Sienna? I, I, yeah, it definitely fits. Yeah. Like it will check a lot of your boxes. Yeah, and like you have the weather capability if you try to go to Tahoe in the winter and all that kind of stuff. And it's safe for the family to drive in. Uh, it's really there, convenient to get kids in out of, in and out of. Yeah. It's it's a more yep. car like driving experience for your wife, so she doesn't have to drive this big old truck to, whenever she goes somewhere. So I think yeah, doesn't the Sprinter lose all reasonable the Sprinter lose a lot of its like overlanding or whatever stuff if you're putting a seat in it, anyways? Like what's that? Kind of like just. Uh, isn't it losing like any of that kind of stuff anyways? And then you'd just rather have a Sienna if you have seats in it. Oh, I don't know. Oh, you're, well, I don't know. You're, I mean, you're, not, you're not, you don't doing have like all wheel drive. You don't have all wheel drive. That's for one. On what? On a, oh, on a sprinter? sprinter. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just saying like the reason you'd want a sprinter, it seems like is to be like, have like this vehicle that's like a motor home, part motor home, part, part van. And then if you're putting seats in it and stuff, might as well get like a more comfortable, safer yeah. vehicle. Well, I mean, that's like what Sienna. I like about like uh, really uh, one of the small sprinters is, which most aren't right. Uh, but if you get like the short one, low roof, it's basically like a minivan on steroids. It's got more interior space for like a little more, a little extra breathing room and throwing stuff in the back and that sort of thing. Uh, I, I, we're not, refined. we're not planning, we're not planning on, turning it into a full camp mobile. Okay. Um, if that, anything, I guess that's my point. Cause yeah, cause then you're dealing with a less refined, not as safe vehicle. Um, not as, you know, doesn't corner as well. It doesn't, it doesn't cor- like, break right. as it's, well. Yeah. And it's it, bigger it to also climb into. Like, it doesn't have side airbags. It doesn't More have all this stuff for, for sure. your, your children yeah. to be safe, you know, and like, and you're dealing with an older vehicle too, that doesn't have all the safety stuff. Um, it kind of seems, yeah, like you're kind of losing out on all the things why you would like the reasons you would buy one of those vehicles, in my opinion. Uh, you're losing out on all the reasons why you would buy a Sprinter. I mean, the yeah, main the reason, reason you would buy one of those is like to have a big box space in the back and be able to utilize. Well, that you can totally do that. Yeah. Like if you look at the so if you take a Sprinter and you remove the rear seat. So if there's three rows, say in a yeah. 118. And you remove the rear one. That's a huge box that you get to use for whatever you want. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like that, that, and that is like completely yeah, different than a Sienna. And you get this, the cool thing too is it's like, it is, it is kind of industrial. Uh, uh, and, you know, as far as like the materials used and everything. And you get that diesel motor. Like it, it's, I mean, it's pretty rad really when you think about it. And it's, it fits in a special niche where it's like, that OMGY6 motor or whatever of that first generation is like kind of legendary when you look into it. Um, and so like you take a minivan and 
which I think is a great, uh, you know, th- these are, these are like great uses of space. Like a minivan is a cool thing, especially by the way, the Sienna does not have this, but, the the Chrysler ones do is the stow and go seats. Awesome. Right. Like you just plop them down and you have the full cabin. Like that's a rad space to be able to use. That's the advantage of a minivan. And this is like, now you put that on steroids, you make it bigger and boxier, more window area, and you get that awesome diesel motor and it's like rear wheel drive, like all this like utilitarian stuff. Like that's what, that that's motor, what appeals to me. But is that motor better than like a Honda V6? Like, you know, like a Honda V6 is going to get better, like probably get better gas mileage. Or a Toyota. And, and it's going to be more responsive or a Toyota V6. It's yeah, going to be about the same. Quicker. About the, about the gonna, same. MPG. Yeah, and, it, and it'll but pull. But it's going to be way faster. Like a Toyota. Yeah. Or well, I mean, that's, I think there's a lot Maybe, of, yeah. you know, so it's like, and you're paying a third the price and it's well safer and a better driving experience. Like as far as like for an all wheel drive Sienna that you would actually want to drive, it's got, it's going to be more expensive than a Sprinter probably way 15. Grand? Like look at them, dude. They're great. Actually, they're really expensive. <laughs> like if you get, oh, okay. like yeah. if we were getting for a, when you want to have. If we were getting a uh, Sienna, I think it's like if you try to go like the three years, 60,000 miles old, dude, it's oh, like, okay, then you're $35,000. Yeah, yeah, I guess these things I, are like 50 something new. Like for like, because you're looking at 2006. Well, that's the thing. You can't do that so with these. The sprinters are a crazy category because they are built to be utilitarian, right? And those things were FedEx trucks and all this stuff. Like it, the stuff, it literally, while the vehicles are problematic, they are the, the, the materials used and all the components used are built to go a long time. So you do see them with, uh, over 300,000 miles on them. And, you know, in some cases on the regular, the first motor, if they were well-maintained, but often they're not well-maintained. But that's like a completely it's you can't even compare it to other minivans because it's like you never see a Sienna with three hundred plus thousand miles, right? So well, it's not like one that you'd want to buy and use. Well no, at all. You do, they don't, don't even you? exist, I, mean, I don't think. I mean Really? Uh, I feel like I, if you look on Craigslist and can find me a three hundred plus thousand mile Sienna, I would be that would be new information for me. But in general and it's the same thing actually if you compare to the like even even the Econolines and the uh, the other ones, it's like uh, uh, whatever the Chevy Express or whatever. Yeah. Like so far, yeah. They start to fall apart after a certain hundred thousands of miles. Like they don't they the the build quality seems to be better on the Mercedes as far as long lasting. So all that to say that it gets you into a, like a weird different category when you're trying to compare them. And a 150,000 mile sprinter, I think is a recipe for like, I think you're going to be putting a decent amount of money into weird electrical issues. But if you main, if you bought a well-maintained one and maintain it well yourself, the big mechanical components and the body and all of that should last another 150,000 miles, which is kind of crazy. And they're priced according to that thought. Although, I mean, that you had said like that one at a hundred thousand, they just put seven thousand into it. Like that seems like, um, if yeah, you, it's all it's all a gamble of timing, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. where do you want to buy? Do you want to buy it at fifty thousand and then put 
ten thousand into it? Do you want to buy at one hundred and fifty thousand, and hopefully you're good for fifty? It just seems kind of like buying a vintage car at that point. Like, dude, you're, buying, you're it's not a buying cra- a car you'd want your wife to drive to the grocery store every day. So, th- so that's the yeah, question. That's so, point. right now we have we have a, a Jeep, uh, and that's the that's the one car solution for my wife. <laughs> the what she said. It, what she would like in a perfect world is she wants a sprinter and a convertible, <laughs> which warms the hell out of my heart. That's pretty oh, cool. Boy. And there I mean, go. it's interesting. Like you can do that actually, right? Like we bought a brand new Jeep off the lot. That's a hefty payment that we've set aside for a long time. And if you break it down into two different used cars, you can do that. You can have two cars. So for sure. when we're talking about going over the hill, like it would be nice to have a van for the weekends. And then when we're talking about going over the hill, we do have my BMW. Uh, I think I am going to get the AC fixed here someday. I've been trying to, but uh, my guy hasn't been responsive. Uh, or we get, you know, and, and so we get a, a van for the weekends and then something uh, either, either my BMW or her own car that she can commute in. And, you know, that's like if you do two $15,000 cars, a $15,000 Sprinter that does not have to be necessarily daily driven, right? And 15000 or less, hopefully, for a decent convertible. I mean, these are the yeah, things dude. that we're bandying about. E46, 330 convertible. I, I don't think I can do that. I don't His want... and hers. Why not? Shared knowledge. Yeah, yeah. There you go. One mechanic. I know. Yeah. I don't. I, that's sure. the thing is, One, I don't. I don't want to be the mechanic on another car. Well, no, I'm saying if you, uh, yeah, you already have a mechanic, but um, I don't know. It'd be that's an option, anyways. Okay, so that that's all good. We'll get. Uh, we'll see what next week next week brings. Hopefully, BRZ will be fixed and uh, your troubles will be over. All right, yeah. uh, tribute time. Well, Lane Lane did some things. Sure, I mean I did some stuff, oh, but okay. Lane, talk. I forgot. I'm sorry. Um, I went to Vault Auto Cars and Coffee. Our friend Joe Otati is organizer of it. Um, up in it's Albany slash Berkeley, uh, Solano Avenue up there. So I decided to go early on. It was on Sunday morning. Um, I had a little like conundrum because i really wanted to watch the formula one race which started at 6 10 a.m but also the cars and coffee started at 8 a.m so i was just gonna watch like 10 minutes of the race and then bail and then i was gonna watch the rest later you know in the day or whatever or that night um i ended up waking up at 4 30 in the morning whoa no alarm and i was just up and instead of just sitting in my house and like waiting to go, I just got dressed basically and took off at five o'clock. Damn. Um, I drove until six ten. I pulled over in a McDonald's parking lot, watched the F1 race on my phone in my car, like 25 minutes outside of the car show. And then when the race was over, I went to the car show and I got there at eight o'clock. <laughs> <Not bad. laughs> nice, dude. <laughs> Productive. That's random. So. Yeah. It was a boring ass race, huh? I thought it was good. Really? Yeah, it was a good race, dude. There's nothing good about it. I mean, maybe the first like six laps. Yeah, dude. What happened? I mean, dude, there was tons of midfield action, dude. And the beginning was rad, dude. That's like a problem with F1. No, that was that was great, but I mean the the first part of the race was cool, and then after that it was just like 
not a single exciting thing happened. There was no like, there was maybe like one exciting pass the entire race. Yeah, I I enjoyed the race. Um, that stroll incident, that was like it. It was like, yeah, maybe it just, I don't know. Yeah. Where was it? Kind of disappointing. It was Portugal. It was in Portugal. It's a cool Portugal. track. Super yeah. cool track. I've it's never like seen It's like a roller that. coaster. It goes, Dude, you know, like those plateaus. Up and down and, and a lot track of sweepers and stuff. Really cool. Um, they they kind of fucked up. They did the DRS zone. They put the basically DRS release or whatever a little early. So the overtakes were super easy on the front straight. They, so yeah, that, they didn't that like, one. if you want, if you were within a second, you were just going to yeah. pass the car in front no matter right. what. Yeah. And they kept um, saying like, why even try to stop them? Just let them go. And it's like, ah. Yeah. So yeah. it it made it where that that was the reason there wasn't like there was a couple cool battles though I mean I mean you might not have thought so yeah. but you know Perez just had so a nice subtle. little battle going on with Ocon which was an interesting one they used to be teammates and the story there was they would always crash into each other so that was kind of cool um, how was, was the cars couple, and coffee there was a couple other ones I'm talking about this right now but oh, um, okay. yeah I don't know I found the race like pretty fun interesting. And then as soon as I was done, I drove to the Cars and Coffee. Um, it's along the avenue there, and I parked next to Thomas Park, who has a little Chiraco. He goes to some of our stuff. He goes to our morning motors and stuff. Um, and it was really cool. It was like a really diverse crowd. There was a bunch of American stuff, like 60s um, Chevelles, and Mike Musto brought his Charger. Uh bunch of that stuff there was some um lancia fulvias there was a lot of like cool italian stuff um stuff we see at alex jordan's like berkeley cars and coffee you know same car basically yeah there's some very nice looking cars in that in your photos yeah big mustang contingent um there was like old mustangs like 65 through you know 68 or something uh there was, I don't know, there's some cool stuff. There's a little Subaru 360 that pe- a bunch of people posted up. Mm-hmm. Um, Super 360. Cool. Super yeah. tattered little, they're like a little K car, you yeah. know, 360cc. Oh. Um, yeah, was, um, there was one of those. I don't know, there was a lot of cool stuff. And uh, yeah, it was definitely fun. Saw a bunch of faces and missed a lot of people, but um, it was super cool. And then, after that, uh, Navid and Brendan and I and a couple other people cruised to Faction Brewery in Alameda, which is a really cool spot. And it's overlooking, you know, the skyline of San Francisco, um, right there on the I old love, naval base. I love that Super spot. rad, dude. Yeah, it's so cool, dude. Right next to Hangar Vodka. And, uh, um, that was super fun. And we saw there was this guy, I forget their names now, but, um, he, they had a couple Mustangs, like a 60, I want to say a 68 and a 69 Mustang Fastback. And then the one guy that was with them, like, he does these, like, car giveaways. So he, he, he had just gotten through when we got there. He gave away that, an FC convertible, like a really nice looking, uh, Mazda RX7 FC convertible with BBSs. Like an Omaze um, type thing or what, what, what do you mean? Kind of, yeah. yeah. He, like, does it. He does like a one dollar each entry fee kind of thing, hmm. and I guess makes enough where he can, um, you know, give away these cars. So I think yeah. it was like the third or fourth car he's given away. But it was kind of interesting because uh-huh. he had just he had like just handed the keys over when we got there. Oh, cool. Yeah, 
And uh, I got to follow Navid's uh, 996 GT3. Dude, that color, in- the color on that thing is so rad. I didn't see it before, uh, but the purple is like only from these uh, vault pictures did I see the real That's purple. That's a wrap. I feel like. Oh, what? It's a wrap. No way. Yeah. It's a black car. Wait, um, did, he, did he do that just now? Yeah. Yeah, he just got it done. Oh, no wonder. Fuck. That explains it. Just, he like just picked it up like two days before or something. It um, looks pretty cool. But his car sounds insane, dude. And it has that semi-sequential transmission. It's like so gnarly, dude. Um, you know, it's a pull and push kind of thing. Yeah. But he has to use the clutch. Uh, and he's like, he missed the shift once because you have to really yank on it. Um, but yeah, his car is super cool, dude. It has like a, like carbon front and rear bumpers and carbon hood and, you know, crazy bucket seats and all this like, um, he has killer suspension and everything and a built four liter engine. I mean, it's a pretty insane car. Mm-hmm. Did he ever get but, back yeah, to us about what he's doing about his camping situation? Is he still going rooftop uh, tent? Well, yeah, he's still planning on that for sure. Um, I talked to him about it this weekend a little bit, but yeah, super cool to get out and see everyone kind of be around cars again for sure. Yeah. Sounds rad. Although we've been doing a little more of it, you know, or at least I have. Mm -hmm. So yeah. And everyone had face masks and everything. Super cool. Sweet. Does it seem like Santa Cruz would be opposed to us doing that? Uh, well, on the avenue or something? Oh, downtown. no! I mean, just cars and coffee in general. It's like that. No, obviously, this stuff is happening around in these other cities. Yeah, yeah. So I, we are allowed to now, um, with like limited people and stuff. Yeah, I'll, I'll, we'll talk. I'll shoot you a text about it later, later. Uh, Brian. I spoke with the Santa Cruz County Health Department about it. Nice. Yeah, well, the, so, the yeah, vault, that was the vault my, stuff that just kind of car weekend. Vault stuff kind of just came out of nowhere, didn't it? Or am I missing something? Yeah, Joe just Joe and a couple other guys just started doing it all, and um, they ha- they also have the one at the was it the Queen Mary or what's that's that, that looks oh, super no, USS rad. USS Hornet. USS Hornet. USS Hornet. Hornet. Yeah, yeah. What a Queen rad backdrop, right? Yeah, super cool. Yeah, so is that planet. is the Hornet? Is that over in Oakland, like off the or Alameda? Alameda. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The, the yeah. And pic- I guess the Hornet, you can go on it and it has like a bunch of cool, like kind of, it's like a museum, right? In a way. Yeah. Like a lot of cool stuff on it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You can go yeah. on it. It's, it's like that one, um, like that, they have that submarine, that World War II submarine in San Francisco. Like you can get onto and like you can go inside and check all, you know, check it all out. Basically, it's, it's a museum. Um, yeah. I think the USS Hornet, you're only allowed to go on the actual, um, on the flight deck though, right? I don't think you can go inside. I don't remember. Uh, I don't know. It's because someone was saying that uh, the trick is to bring a flashlight because you're basically not restricted at all. You're just restricted by where the you you basically restrict yourself by what's lit up. Oh, so shit, you can so kind of go, go anywhere. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds pretty neat. Neat. So indeed. yeah, that was that was my Sunday. Cool. Anything else? No. Yeah, don't go to it's England. It's trivia time. Art, you have uh, Why? 18 seconds. I have, so. two, I, have, I have a minute. I'm out at 6.15, but I, I want to hear the yeah. trivia question. <laughs> well, we were just going to do some uh, 
some values from the latest sports car market. There's Ooh. some crazy auctions, actually some in-person auctions that have happened too. Yeah, crazy. I think we're back. I think the world's, the COVID's over, I guess. Or you can't get it at auctions or I don't know. It's yeah. all outdoors. Who knows? Trivia time. All right, Art, I'll give you one. You can be part of this one, Let's I guess. Do it. See what happens. Uh, this was at, uh, in UK, Gooding and Company. Um, 1937 Bugatti Type 57S Atlante Coupe. Beautiful. Arguably one of the most beautiful cars of all time. Uh, it's a very Bugatti looking car. Like I'm sure most people, if they were to picture a Bugatti, this is what they're picturing. This is black over brown leather, um, supercharged inline eight. Uh, very original except for supercharger added in the late forties. So it's only been in there for 80 years or whatever. Mm. But, uh, um, yeah, 1937 Bugatti Atlante. And not, a, not Ralph Lauren's car. No, that yeah. one's, uh, at, oh, yeah, that's an that. Atlantic. And that, oh. that one is a more aerodynamic body. This is, this is not quite as beautiful as oh, okay. Ralph Lauren's car. Doesn't have the fin? No, no fin. I gotcha. Uh, and it's not as fast back as that. I'm gonna That's go. A very special car. What's the one at the Peterson Warren with the big, like the round door, right? Oh, that's a, ba- that's, that's a Rolls. that's an old Rolls Royce. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm gonna go. Fuck. Cool I want to say nine or fifteen. I haven't. I haven't decided. I'll go fifteen million. Okay. All right. In strong, Brian. Thirty million. Thirty. I'm gonna go low. Ten. Lane wins ten million nice. four hundred and thirteen thousand dollars. By the way, purchased at uh, Retro Art Curial at uh, in Paris two thousand nine for four million. Wow! Wow! And uh, he's put on like almost fifteen thousand miles. Oh, that's awesome! Excellent. And uh, he basically did a little bit of work after pulling it out of a barn, and then sold it uh, for ten million. Well done. A few years later, so. Awesome. Buy the car of your dreams. You know, you get a loan. It's going to be a big payment, yep. but you know, here you are. <laughs> you just made four, four and a half, five million dollars. Perfect. Super similar to my Volvo story, actually. It's exactly. really close. A lot it's of really, parallels. Really close. I was going to, I was going to say, Ooh. yeah, buy high, sell high. All right. All right. Um, later, dudes. Well, all right, Art. See you see soon. Ya. See you when we see you. All right. Um, this is not, not in the UK, not a gooding auction, but, uh, 85 Porsche 944. This is basically a total basket case. Uh, it says all Porsche crests are removed, possibly by Porsche, to deny any association with the car. The, <laughs> hood, is, the hood is unbolted. It's peeling paint. At an auction. It is guards red. And it has cookie cutters. Is it an um, auction? At an auction. 84,000 miles. Um, more pieces just tossed into the back of the car, uh, like door handles and making it challenging to get inside. Nuts, bolts, mouse poop, acorns inside. What? <laughs> By the way, this it's an 85, is... so that means it probably has like 385,000 miles because those have a, yeah, right. a five-digit. It says the last line of the conditioner, or, you know, talking about is why bother, question mark, condition six. So A six? It only goes one through five. <laughs> no, usually it's like one through four. All right. Uh, <laughs> so uh, what confused. do you think? Condition six. Porsche what auction was this, Warren? This is at the Y Yoder auction in Yoder? Watoma, Wisconsin. It's at the Y Bother walk auction. <laughs> <laughs> w Yoder. What? Dude, this is really weird. And I'm going to say. And this car sold? Uh, 
It sold. Three hundred dollars. I'm guessing it was no reserve. How much? Three hundred dollars. I'm going. I'm going. Uh, shit. I'm going a thousand dollars. Dude, Brian wins four ninety five. <laughs> winner. Wow. Winner. Yeah, parts car basically. Yeah. How um, does that even? With acorns and rat poop. How is it to bring to an auction? Like, and why would an auction take that? It's ridiculous. I mean, <laughs> it's a Wisconsin. Why, I probably don't see many of them. It's why like bother auctions? Just got a lot of press on the DWA podcast for free, basically, just for having why that bother? car. All right, 1963 Volkswagen Beetle Herbie replica two-door sedan. I love that they call them sedans. Uh, odometer says 2,000 miles. Restored and recreated in 2003 as a Herbie lookalike. Without the performance modifications, um, et cetera, what year? et cetera, et cetera. Sorry? Condition two. What year? You said it was a 60? I don't know. 1200 CC? It's oh. early. 63 so Herbie replica. So this is basically exactly Joe Polo's car. What auction? Where is it? This is a, oh, bring a trailer online. They're an and, online auction. And you said condition three? Condition two minus. Two. Oh, it's, a pretty, it's a good car. Pretty good, yeah. Wow, they're covering right. Bring a Trailer auctions in in print there. They have since COVID started. Interesting. And what's what's this, Keith Martin's a big Bring a Trailer fan, so yeah. Uh for some reason, fifteen is popping to mind, but I feel like that might be a little strong. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, Lane. Uh, I'm gonna say twenty-five. Wow, Dude, basically right on twenty-four one fifty. Wow. So there you go. You can live your dream, Brian. 24 grand. Herbie in the house. Although Brian wasn't willing to pay 15. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he that's said true. that was strong. So. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I think Brian's out at this point. Brian's out. Yeah. Brian's out. Brian, you'll, you'll never own your dream car. It's 24 yeah. grand. <laughs> that's a big gap. We know that gap, and it's $10,000. Back, back to the bar for me. And yeah, just get a gripe about the one that got away. That's right. All right. 1971 Lamborghini Mura. It's a P400 SV Speciale Coupe. Uh, this one is kind of a weird color. It is Oro Metalizato. So it's like a golden metallic, but it has a hint of yellow in it. Yeah, I know that color. Not my favorite color, personally. Uh, on black leather. Uh, 31, I'm sorry, 13,000 kilometers. And it says that restored in original color. Um, though some splatter welding still evident near chassis plate just for authenticity. Uh, rear clamshell slightly different shade than the rest of it. Shiny leather, decent looking carpets and dash rally trip meter fitted, uh, registered in the UK condition two minus. So uh, shiny leather, that's a minus, right? I mean, I would think. Yeah, it probably hasn't been driven since it was restored. So, uh, 1971 Mura in very good condition and a gold metallic. And it's an SV, you said. SV. Yeah. Yep. So desirable, desirable one. I I don't really know. What color are the rockers? Uh, they look body color. Oh, really? Huh. It's a really bad picture. It's super, super bad. Very dark. Because weren't they usually like a gold when they were, they were like a gold on the SVs or something? On the SV? I don't know. I don't know if they all. I figure they're kind of be tailored to the owner, but all right, I, I, mean, I have a guess. Like silver or gold, right? Yeah, Brian, you go. Two forty-five. What the okay. fuck? 
What is that? Lane, please hold your comments. Please, know. Lane. Yeah, sorry. Can you hold your comments? Yeah, sorry. Until the guessing is done. Please. Brian's in at 245. Thank you. So it's like 1998 around here. <laughs> Brian hasn't looked at mirror presses um, in 20 yeah. years. I, I mean, I, I haven't looked at them in a few years, but look, oh, shit, dude. They're pretty pricey, right? Like um, 1.7? See, this this number surprised me, and uh, I'd be more in line with you, Lane. 4,251,587. SV, dude. So Brian, you're only four million off, but you're get you're pretty close. Back to the bar for me, and you gripe about another one that got away. <laughs> <laughs> I was in, I was in till two forty five, not quite two fifty. <laughs> Brian asked for like all the documents and stuff. Wants to check it out. Like, so where was it restored? <laughs> I'm gonna go to two fifty on this one, but not a penny more. Um, all right, last one, last one. Uh, two thousand three Subaru Baja pickup. They call it a pickup. Pickup. Yep. Uh, uh, Two hundred and one thousand miles. Wow. Five speed. So manual. Non-turbo. Baja, it is yellow. Oh, yellow uh, and silver over over black leather and black body uh, cladding underneath too. Right. Two tone. Didn't they have a lot silver of silver like, body side cladding? Clay? Silver. Okay. No, it's, it's silver all silver. Body They're okay. always silver. Silver cladding. Uh, decent original paint. Uh, the silver painted plastic panels. Say that five times after a few microbrews. Ha ha. Have moderate to heavier scratches, uh, road debris chipping, uh, replacement windshield. So you're not going to get class G certified. Uh, rust blisters at base of the rear door frames, oh, ahead of the rear wheel well, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Kenwood CD sound system. Cool. And well maintained, yet rather dingy. Okay. There this you go. This the is Kenwood. Why? Why Yoder Auction in okay, Wisconsin? Okay, and it, oh, that same one. And, same but, spot. So, so it's a five-speed manual, right? Uh, I assume so, yeah. yeah Does and, the Kenwood, and, uh, like, have a screen that comes out and pops up? I don't have that information. I'm so sorry. Because the only thing, they would have a five-speed auto as well, so that's why I asked. Usually um, when they say five-speed in this, it means it's a manual. Okay. And, and then otherwise it's, it's like, an auto. It is a non-turbo. Okay. Is yeah, it, it or, tur- right? Or it, is it? it doesn't say turbo, so I'm guessing okay. it is a non-turbo. It doesn't have a hood scoop. No. Okay. No, it's good. So, three hundred thousand miles. Two hundred. Two hundred and one. And uh, this is a two thousand three Subaru Baja pickup please. with rust, with a little bubbling. But this is Wisconsin. This is probably like a pristine car in That's Wisconsin. That's true. And and it's the worst color. I'm gonna say. Oh, hear that, Brian? Shots fired. Eighteen hundred dollars. <laughs> good guess. Um. Damn, dude. I think that seems low. Uh, so far tonight, I've been low. I'm going to say <laughs> quite low. 4,500. Okay. Okay. You guys are right in the middle there. Uh, 3630. Nice. 3630. You you buy, by the way, stamped on here, best buy of the auction. <laughs> what is the rest of the cars at this auction? Jesus. I mean, it's, it's, dude, there's a lot of nice cars. I think that's one of those cars, though. Try and find a Baja for under like six grand, dude. But 200,000 miles is like I know, but that's gnarly. like Subarus, they, even though they have head gas problems, they get some miles, you know? Or you just buy a replacement engine maybe from yeah. Japan or something. It says, grandson of the Brat, this open rear version of an Outback was made from 2002 through 2006. It's also just as... American as a commensurate crew cab F-150 or Silverado assembled in Lafayette, Indiana. I mean, 
definitely not as fucking American. It's like all Fuji heavy industries. He says both uh, based on comps I couldn't I could find in the Midwest to include examples with over a quarter million miles on the clock. This is actually a fairly decent buy. Subaru Brat, the best buy. All right, that's podcast. That's it, all and right. that's all. See you later. Later. Bye. Adios. It says all Porsche crests are removed, possibly by Porsche, to deny any association with the car. Patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Do you enjoy the DWA podcast? Give us a little love and support us on Patreon and get some awesome bonuses like a weekly exclusive Patreon podcast, exclusive stickers, koozies, and discounts on everything in our store early access to rallies and other DWA events and much, much more. Um, yeah, it really helps us out. If you become a patron of the podcast and we hook you up with some really cool stuff. So join us now at patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Thanks.